0: Pastor Chooks Ogoye is the Senior Pastor of Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in Marketplace Ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoye.
1: Good evening. Welcome to uh, another edition of our daily broadcast, um, Understanding the Goodness of God. Tonight is episode 142. My name is Chooks Ogoye. And we have been, for the last uh, couple of episodes, we have been dealing with the subject of the goodness of God and weariness. The goodness of God and weariness. So we've done four installments already. Uh, Yesterday was part four, and today is part five. And I want to give you uh, the little heading that I have for tonight, uh, Contemplation. But before I do, let me tell you a a little bit, you know, the context for, for, for this message. You know, life has battles. Life has battles. And there are seasons of intense battles. There are very uh, uh, desperate times that we go through. You know, the Bible says, having done all to stand, stand in the evil day. There, has, there is that evil day, you know, that day that Satan just, <laughs> he has your number. He, he, he is on your case. You know, and and, and and evil day is not necessarily a 24-hour period, but it's a season of intense attack, a season where, you know, all hell breaks loose, you know. Like they say, when it rains, it just pours. And when, you know, in, in those seasons, we, we need strength to be able to persevere in those seasons. And in those seasons, sometimes the pressure uh, and, the, and, the, and the difficulties of the moment can Bring about weariness, and and you are tired. You are tired when you are supposed to be strong. You are tired when you are supposed to uphold, to be you know, to be to be able to withstand what is happening. You are weary. What do you do in the evil day when weariness sets in in the midst of of pressure? So tonight. Uh, uh, Contemplation is titled, The Goodness of God Helps Us Press Through Weariness to Victory When the Battle is Toughest. So, so what do we do when the battle is tough and, and, and our strength is beginning to, to wear down and, and weariness is setting in and, and you are feeling the pressure? And the problem with, with those kind of seasons is that if you give in to weariness, you lose the victory. You, the enemy wins. Uh, something happens. Something goes terribly long. And, and, and some of the things that go wrong, you know, they, they, you can't reverse them because you lose them forever. So, so you got, every believer needs to hear this message today because it, it, one day, or, you know, or, or the other, you are going to be in a situation where you need the revelation I'm about to share to push through weariness when the battle is toughest when the battle is toughest you know the bible talks about times and seasons and there are seasons of intense battle oh yes there are seasons of intense battle you know concerning jesus and the bible says and the devil and the devil left him for an opportune time so what is that opportune time that's the the days of of intense battle, when the devil comes back again, and puts pressure, and all hell breaks loose, and every demon in hell knows your house address, and, and, and in those seasons of intense battle, you know, something is going wrong at work, something is going wrong at home, something is going wrong with, with so-so-and-so, something is going wrong with so-so-and-so, and you're like, what is it? What is it that so many things are happening at the same time? And, and, and I think that this message is even particularly very important for South Africa at this time. You know, all sorts of things are going on in our country at this, at this, at this time. You know, looting, violence, everything. It's so horrible. And we're still dealing with the pandemic. The pandemic, the third wave is on, people are getting sick, people are dying. And on top of that now, we are having shops closed because they are afraid of being looted or because some people, some shops have already been looted, some business have been burnt down, you know, vehicles, trucks, all houses, all kinds of things are going on. This is a a very tough time for for, um, the leadership of the nation. And they need to hear this message. What do you do? That you don't get weary in when the battle is tough. It, there's a battle, an ongoing battle, you know, that, that, that is on right now. And, and the soul of this nation is being contented for. We, 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 you gotta, you got to hear what the Lord has to say tonight. How do you push through to victory when the battle is toughest? How do you not give in to weariness? How do you not give in to, to fainting when the battle is is toughest. (laughs) There's a scripture that says, if your strength fail you in the day of battle, your strength is small. If your strength fail you in the day of battle, your strength is, in the day of battle, your strength is not supposed to fail you. You're not supposed to get weary in the day of battle. How do I make sure that I don't get weary when the battle is toughest? How do I push through and get victory despite, despite pressure on me to get weary? That's what I want to talk about tonight. So, we, we're going to take a, uh, a read from a, a passage in Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26. We're going to read from verse 36. Our master faced a moment like that. You know, when the battle was so tough when, and it was so intense. Let's see how the master pushed through to victory. Let's learn from the master. Amen. Let's learn from Jesus. There are five points that I want to give you tonight in the, in the next 20 minutes. Five points I want to give you on, on how the master pushed through in a season like this. So, Matthew 26, verse 20, 36 reads, Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. Sit here while I go and pray over there. All right. And he took with him Peter and two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed that is what is leading to weariness deep distress will lead to weariness so 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 the master was already feeling that pressure he was already feeling that pressure and he knew that this is leading to a place of weariness, where you, ju- you just want to give up, you want to throw in the towel, you want, to, you want to just pack up and just go, give in whatever the devil wants, take it and let me alone. <laughs> yeah, that's where, where you got, you're not going to allow the devil to take it. Mm-mm. You're not going to allow the devil take it. All right. Then, 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 then we, read in verse 38 now. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful. Exceedingly sorrowful. That's what leads to weariness. Exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. In other words, I am so weary. I am so overwhelmed. I am so bogged down. I am so, you know, this thing is heavy. It's too much for me. But look at what he said. Stay here and watch with me. Stay here and watch with me. So, so, so he, had, he had the twelve. He says, sit here while I go over there to pray. Then the Bible says he took with him, from away from the 12th, three men, Peter, James, and John. All right? Two, two sons of Zebedee, their names were James and John, and then Peter, three of them. He took them away from the twelve and went further. And when he went further, so, so the, first, the first location was 12 men with him. Okay? Then he left nine there and took three, and they went further. And when they got further, he said to the three, sit, stay here, and watch with me. In other words, stay here and pray. Stay alert. Pray with me. Pray with me. Then, then verse 39, he went a little further, And fell on his face. So can you see three steps here? Please pay attention to the revelation. Three steps. The first, it was the twelve. Then he took three out of the twelve. Went second step and said, stay here and pray. And then he left the three and went further. And, 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 And he went a little further. And fell on his face. And prayed saying, oh my father. If it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless not as I will but as you will. Verse 40 Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. Oh, Amen. They found them sleeping and said to Peter What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Peter, how can you be sleeping at such a a pressured moment? Ah! Could you not? He said what? Meaning he didn't expect them to sleep. But they were sleeping. And, and that's the worst thing that can happen. For you to sleep in a moment of crisis like this. For you to sleep in a moment of intense pressure. For you to fall asleep. No, you're not supposed to sleep. Jesus says, watch and pray. Lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is him, but the flesh is weak. When pressure, when, when pressure is on, this is not the time to s- to sleep. to sleep means to be, to be unaware of what is happening. To not understand what's at stake. To not understand what's going on. And, and you know what? Spiritually insensitive people are asleep in, in critical times. Can I say something to South Africa? The Church of Jesus Christ in South Africa. We cannot sleep now. This is not a time to sleep. This is not a time to be in, in a, unaware of what is happening in the realm of the spirit. This is a time to press and push and pray and push to victory. If there's a time to have a night vigil is now. If there's a time to really birth the destiny of the next season of this nation is now. Hear me, leaders of this nation. If there's a time to really pray and engage. Jesus said, watch and pray that you will not fall into temptation. Let me explain temptation. Temptation is a, 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 a period where the enemy, you know, puts a trap in front of you. If you fall into that trap, you fell. You fell into temptation. So, so and, and what it means is that you go down. What it means is that you go down. You get into sin. You get into defeat. You get into death. This is a very critical time in the history of our nation. We cannot fall asleep. Church of Jesus Christ, it's time to wake up. You cannot fall asleep. You can't. You cannot fall asleep. Watch and pray that you will not enter into the temptation. He says, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Verse 42, again a second time, he went away and prayed, saying, "Oh, my father... If this cup cannot pass away from me, unless I drink it, your will be done. And, and he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. Oh no, these people, how can they continue sleeping when the master needed them? So he loved them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. And he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? This is not a time to sleep and rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. All right. Let's pick five lessons from from here, how the master handled a high-pressure moment and and did not allow the weariness, did not allow the weariness to bury him in the situation. He was able to push through the weariness. He, He was weary. He was overwhelmed, but he was able to push through to victory. Because look at what he says in verse forty-six: "Rise up, let us be going. (laughs) I've won this thing. My betrayer is at hand. I have won this victory. I got the strength now. I got the victory now. I can face my betrayer. I confess the one that wants to kill me. I can. I confess it because he pushed through to victory. So, what five steps? What lessons?" Can we learn from the master that got him and got him victory? There are five things that I saw in this text. I want to exegete them for you so that in this time, in this season, every child of God, every believer in our nation, you got to hear this message and you got to take on. These are the way, this is the only way to victory. This is the only way to victory. You know, I, 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 am, I am overwhelmed by what I see on, on the media, the looting, the mayhem, the burning down of, of businesses in the midst of already a battered economy. We have been in a pandemic now for more than how many months now? Since, since March, li- literally, last year. So, uh, 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 you know, 15 months or, or 17, 16 months of pandemic, that we've been now and now in the midst of this pandemic we are looting businesses burning down houses burning down my goodness shops are closing how are people going to get food pharmacies are being robbed my lord this is a terrible time to sleep but can i tell you something after the master pushed through he had the confidence and the boldness to know that a new day has dawned he said rise up let's be going Let's go, my betrayal! I, I am ready to face this thing because I have won. I prophesy to the church: we have won. We are coming out richer. <laughs> we are coming out better. We are coming out rebuilding this economy. We are coming out a world power, a world superpower. We are coming out a sending nation. Come on, listen to me. We are coming out a sending nation for the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ into the nations of the world. We are coming out as a barrel, as a barrel of a gun with the fire of revival shooting into the nations of the world. South Africa, get ready, get ready, get ready. Is our finest hour. We're going to press through this weariness. We're going to press through this tough season and we're coming out on the other side, blazing hot for the gospel. The entire agenda of Jesus Christ will be fulfilled by this nation. We are about to birth a new South Africa. Hear me? This is not a time to sleep. So let's learn five things from the master, from this passage, number one, the master, when he sensed in the spirit what was happening, he separated himself. He took twelve of his men and separated himself for prayer. You, so he, he separated himself for prayer. What? Why did he, you know, not go to preach? Why did he not go to pray uh, uh, to, to to pray for the sick? Why did he not go to hang out with his friends? Because he realized, in this season, I got to face God in prayer. And, and, and what, what, what it was is, in the, it was in the place of prayer that you, rem, you are reminded, you are refocused on the goodness of God. So, principle number one, remind yourself of God's goodness towards you through prayer. When, when the enemy is coming, bombarding, shooting, you know, clapping on every side and, 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 and over, barraging you and overwhelming you, face God and remind yourself that the goodness of God is still present. Because there is no way to win this If you don't know about the goodness of God, if you are not conscious of the goodness of God, that God is on your side, that God is going to strengthen you, that God is going to see you through, that God has a better future for you. For I know the plans that I have for you, said the Lord, plans of good and not of evil. Plans of good. There's goodness in your future. This is where you need to face God in prayer so that you'll be reminded of God's good plans for your future. This is the only way you can go through the dark tunnel and come out on the other side because you saw light, you saw goodness on the other side. South Africa, hear me now. This is our time to face God and be reminded of God's prophetic agenda for this nation. For what God wants to do. Listen, I don't care how bleak the current situation is today, to yesterday, tomorrow. I don't care how bleak it is. There is a future for our nation. There's a future. There's a plan that God has. An end time plan that God has concerning this nation. We are in a betting process. We, it's our time to face God in prayer and remind ourselves of God's promises. Remind ourselves of God's promises, of God's prophecies. Remind ourselves that the goodness of God is still abounding towards us. So, face God in prayer and be reminded of his goodness. That's principle number one. Principle number two. Uh, you notice that, you know, the master always had crowds around him. Sometimes as much as 5,000 men besides women and children. The master always had people following him. Crowds. But during this critical time, he whittled down the crowds and you know, just took these 12 men, these 12 of his closest friends, and took them aside to go and pray. He took them aside. And then as he took the 12 men, they came to the first station. Then he took three. The three closest to him, Peter, James, and John, the sons of Zebedee, he took them to the next station. This is the time that you find your close confidence and engage them to stand with you. <laughs> That's principle number two. Find your close confidence and engage them to stand with you. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 4, verse 9, I, I want to read that. Ecclesiastes, chapter 4, verse 9. Look at what the Bible says. Ecclesiastes, chapter 4. Yeah, the Bible says, two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. Two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But word to him who is alone when he falls. For he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. How can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. See what what, what, what we get uh, the principle here is in you know, that in moments of difficulties like this reach out this is why it's important to build a network of close friends who can stand with you 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 you, you, you shouldn't fight alone it's a it's an anomaly it's a it's a misfunction it, it's, it's an error to stand alone in difficult times you got to have people that you have trusted, you've built relationship with, people you can, you can trust your life with, people you can count on to stand with you in difficult times. The Bible says two are better than one. It's war to him that stands alone. You shouldn't be alone. So this is the time to find covenant brothers, covenant sisters, people that love you, people that care for you, people that will stand with you and engage them. South Africa, let's find our friends in this time. Brothers and sisters, let's find people who agree with us. People who see our good. People who want our good. Let's find them and engage them to stand with us. This is a time to call other nations. That's why in your good times, you need to be reaching out to build relationships. To build solid relationships. This principle applies to individuals. It applies to churches and ministries. It applies to communities. It it just applies even to nations. So find people who love you, who can stand with you and pray with you through a difficult time. That's what the master did. You know, we we, we have in Exodus chapter 17, there was a time also during a, a tough battle the uh, Bible says that Moses was on top of the mountain, lifting up his hands in prayer, and Joshua is in the valley fighting. And then Moses got weary. And when Moses got weary, his hands started to drop. And the Bible says, Aaron and Hur found a stone for Moses to sit, and then they held up Moses' hands. Can you see? Because at such times, you need people to hold your hands. Aaron and Hur were nearby, And sustained and upheld Moses so that his hands did not grow weary and go down. And what happened? Joshua won the battle. Bible says, and Joshua prevailed in the valley because Moses' hands were up, but Moses' hands were up because there were people supporting him. Find people to support you, find people to hold your hands, find people to uplift you, find people to encourage you in such times. You know, in Judges chapter 8, I, I, I saw something. I want to point out for you in judges chapter eight verse four, judges eight, verse four, the Bible says concerning Gideon. Look look at this. When Gideon came to the Jordan, he and three hundred men who were with him crossed over, exhausted. they were weary, they were exhausted but still in pursuit. (laughs) They were exhausted, but they were still in pursuit. They were still in pursuit because there was an energy that came from the company of the 300 men that that, that he got around himself. He got the right group around himself. He had taken time to select 300 men with the right attitude. So even though they were exhausted, they were still in pursuit. I'm saying to you, find the right men and women. Find the right relationships so that even when you are tired, you can still be in pursuit. You can still press forward. That's what it was. The master was overwhelmed, but he was still in pursuit. He went one step further. He went another step further. He continued to go because he had the the energy of supportive friends. All right. So number three. Number three point. I, I need to go. I need to go. Number three. Wow. Be prepared to go further and deeper in the spirit. Yes, it's important to take people along with you. But we must know that this journey, (laughs) you got to fight. Yes, it's good to have people to support you. But you got to fight alone. You got to be willing to stand and push through. The master went further. He went further in the spirit. He went further. He pressed. Not because you have people supporting you, doesn't mean the responsibility to press in for your destiny has been shared with other people. No, you still got to fight. You still got to press. You got to look for God. You got to go deeper. Weakness and weariness are in the flesh. They are not in the spirit. So your spirit must be willing to press. And like I have shared in the course of this series, See, when you are overwhelmed, know that God is present with help. There's supernatural help looming over you. Only if you can reach out to it. Don't let willingness stop you from reaching out to it. If you reach out to it, if you go further, you will find strength. Let me say it again. If you go further, you find strength. If you go deeper, you will find strength. Yes, it may look like you don't have strength, but defy that, or defy that willingness and go further. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised that strength that is available. You will be surprised that you are still able to pursue despite the fact that you are tired. Principle number four. Principle number four. Do not allow the spiritual insensitivity of the people around you affect you at such a time as this. Realize that destiny moments are, are often solo runs in the midst of people. See, Jesus gathered people to support him, but they fell asleep. They fell asleep. And guess what? He did not allow their, their sleepiness, their spiritual insensitivity to affect him. See, at such times, there are people who are going to stand with you and pray. There are also people who are going to be insensitive to what you are going through. You are not going to allow their insensitivity cause you to lose sight of the battle that's in front of you. So, so be aware of it. People will support you. People will pray for you. But there are people who will not support you. They will be insensitive to what is happening. They will be unaware. They will be oblivious to what is going on in the realm of the spirit. And you cannot because they are oblivious, you will turn a blind eye and become oblivious. No, you got to fight for your destiny. You got to fight for your victory. You got to fight for your promise. You got to go. Whether they stand with you or not, you got to go. Some people will stand with you, yes. Some people will fail you. Don't let the people who fail you stop you from pushing through to what God has for you. There's a story in Judges. Yes, chapter 8. You see, I I read verse 4 just now. Let me read verse 5. Then he said to the men of Socot, Please give loaves of bread to the people who follow me, for they are tired, they are weary, they are exhausted. I am pursuing Ziba and Zalmunna, kings of the Midian. And the leaders of Socot said, At the hands of Ziba and Zalmunna now in your hand, that we should give bread to your army. So Gideon said to them, for this cause, when the Lord has delivered Ziba and Zalmona into my hand, then I will tear your flesh with the thorns of the wilderness and with briars Then he went up from there to Penuel and spoke to them in the same way. And the men of Penua answered him as the men of Sokot have answered. And so he said, he also spoke to the men of Penua, saying, When I come back in peace, I will tear down this tower. So basically, two steps of people that Gideon approached for support, in a difficult time they did not support him they did not they did not see what he was seeing they did not understand the nature of where he was and how they could support him they did not they actually flatly denied and refused but see Gideon did not stop there because they stopped no he continued going he continued going so so what am i saying that's what jesus did when peter and his friends were sleeping. Jesus didn't say, ah, because you were sleeping, let me sleep. No, he went on again. He went, Bible says he went three times to pray. He went three times. Each time he came back, they were sleeping. He still went. He didn't allow their sleepiness to infect him. I'm saying to you, do not allow the sleepiness of whosoever that may be overwhelmed and sleepy at this time to affect you. Destiny is at stake. Push through to your next level. Push through to your victory. Number five, as my time is up, let me uh, round up quickly. Number five, do not allow a religious spirit rob you of refreshing when you need it most. See, what happened with Jesus right in the text? They would not support him. But he understood that there's refreshing in the presence of God. And he was determined to get it. And get it, he got it. (laughs) He got it. Why? How do I know? Because he, in, in you know in 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 in, in, in verse uh, verse forty six, we can see a, a spring in his voice. Rise! Let us go! Let us be going. See, my betrayal is at hand. He was refreshed because he understood that there is there is help that God has made available. There's a story in First Samuel chapter fourteen. I don't have the time to, to go through the, the text now. It's First Samuel chapter fourteen, verse twenty-four to thirty. You know, there, there was a battle, and Saul had instituted a very religious, a very religious and out of tune uh, 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 ordinance or law that nobody should eat. So he declared a fast, as it were, that nobody should eat, and. People were hungry, people were tired, people were exhausted, people were weary. But there was a law by the king that nobody should eat. So they were not doing well to you know to win the battle they were in. They were not doing well. Here comes Jonathan, Saul's son, son. He didn't know when his father had made the law. He didn't know there was a law that people should not eat. And the Bible says, and there was honey everywhere. There was honey in the midst of weariness. There was honey. I'm saying to somebody tonight, there is honey in the midst of this weariness. In the midst of this trouble, there is honey for South Africa. Come on, somebody. There is honey for your family. There's honey right now. But you got to be sensitive to see that there's honey and press in to get it. Jesus understood that there was honey. And that's why he pressed him. That's why he kept on going. That's why he kept on going. When we read this story in, in Luke's rendition, the Bible said, And angels came down to strengthen him. Matthew didn't state that clearly. But Luke stated it. And angels came down to strengthen him. That's not honey. There's honey. But a religious spirit can make you miss honey. A, 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 a traditional mindset can make you, miss, make, make you miss honey. Carnality can make you miss the honey. Don't don't miss the honey. There's honey right now. In the midst of pressure, there's honey. In the midst of weariness, there's honey. E, 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 this is the time to press into the presence of God and find that sweetness. Ah, this is the time the Church of Jesus Christ in South Africa, I'm saying to you, there's honey if we press into the depth of God at this time, oh prophets and apostles, we need to press in and receive the download, the download for economic recovery, the download for, for blowing up entrepreneurship in this country and wealth, wealth building, the download to build things properly for racial equity, for racial equality, for gender equality. This is time to press in into the presence of God to download honey, the honey, That is going to make South Africa, oh yes, come out of this crisis better, bigger, stronger. There's honey in the presence of God. We're not going to allow it. It's just Spirit to stop us from from pressing in and and testing that honey. The Bible says when Jonathan tested the honey, he was brightened. He was refreshed. We are the church. We are going to test honey. And we are going to be refreshed. Lockdown has stopped us from meeting. Lockdown has stopped us from meeting, and the church seemed to be in distress. And the church seemed to be weary. Hey, brothers and sisters, let's not get it mixed up. Let's not get it twisted. There's honey right now in this season, men and women of God. There is honey in the presence of God. Can we receive the honey for explosive church growth? Can we receive the honey for for a for a, a revival of miracles, a revival of salvation, a revival of Healing, a revival of prosperity a revival of financial explosion there's honey for that in this very season this is the time to press in people of God this is the time to press into the presence of God to draw that honey and eat of it right now and be refreshed and be strengthened and get new strategies and get new ideas and get oh my goodness God wants to download the keys for explosion so that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is coming out of this season, emboldened, empowered. <laughs> We're coming out, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, with nuclear power to explode the gospel into the nations of the world. There's honey in the presence of God. Those are the, the, those are the five keys that I see in this text. How the master was able to press through willingness. And came out victory on the other side. My time is up. I'm done for tonight. Uh, you know, let me let me rehash it. Go to God in prayer so that you can be reminded of God's goodness and lay hold on God's goodness. You know, face go to God in prayer. This is not a time to run around, this is a time to pray. Number two, engage friends, engage confidence, find covenant people who will stand with you. Number three, be prepared to go deeper in the spirit. Yes, the first level is not enough. Go second level. Go third level. Go deeper. Go deeper. Press, 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 press. This is the time to go further. Go further in the spirit. If you can pay the price to go further in the spirit, you're going to find honey. You're going to find help. You're going to find strategies. You're going to find instructions. This is the time. Man of God, let's go deeper. Let's go further. Number four. We will not allow the spiritual insensitivity of whosoever that doesn't want to know what God is doing and doesn't want to know what God is saying, who is sleeping, who is not aware of spiritual activity. We're not going to allow them to affect us. We're not going to allow them to stop us from pressing deeper. Number five, there is honey. We're not going to allow religious spirit. We're not going to allow traditional men. We're not going to allow carnality stop us from pressing in. There is honey in the presence of God and we're going to get it. That's it for tonight. I'm done. God bless you. Let me pray for South Africa. Father, in the name of Jesus, at such a time as this, I pray for our president. I pray for members of cabinet. I pray for all the leaders in this season, Lord, that you can show them what they must do, that you can direct them on what they must do. Lord, that... That the principles of victory will be, will be accessed by them so that they can navigate the country through this crisis. And we're coming out on the other side better. We're coming out on the other side stronger. We're coming out on the other side bigger. We're coming out on the other side much more powerful in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for the leaders of the church of Jesus Christ. Apostles and prophets uh, all over the land in this season. Lord, we receive strength to press deeper. We receive strength to go deeper. We receive strength to go deeper in the spirit to draw what uh, we need. To press in for victory for the church. The church is coming out stronger. And we know that that the prophetic agenda, this prophetic spotlight of God is on South Africa at this time. Lord, your apostles and your prophets are not going to miss the timing in the name of Jesus. I pray for the church. I pray for the church of Jesus Christ. I pray for individuals in the church. I pray for everybody in this season. Lord, we receive strength to press into the deeper things of God, into the, into the deeper things of God and download wisdom and strategy and instructions for our explosion, for our mega expressions. We give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. That number on the screen is the number to reach us, plus 27814210835. Uh, please reach us. Leave a comment on the live stream. Leave a comment. If this message has blessed you, you can reach us on the live stream as well and leave a comment, and we'll be happy to get back at you. Let's engage in this season. Let's press to victory by the goodness of God. I'm done. Good night. God bless you. We we'll continue tomorrow. I-
0: there comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favour, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website.reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.